Hey everyone, this is Jordan St. Cyr and you are listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast by Christian music fans for Christian music fans. Brothers, Jacob, Chris, how's it going? It is going well. Fantastic. Going wonderful. I'm ready for this warm weather to come and not continue the random cold days. Oh man, I heard it's going to be in the 60s next week and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, bring it on. I still need to take all my Christmas lights off the house. Oh man. <laughs> you're, you're, that, you're that guy. You're that guy. I mean, they're not they don't they don't turn on. They're just they're there, but I need to get them down. Speaking of cold weather, it is uh currently 62 here and it's nighttime. It was oh, yeah, I blistering 80 degrees here today. So cold. Oh, rub it in. Rub it in. Um, yeah, it was cold. So, Coca-Cola came out with a new flavor. It is called Starlight Space Edition. They call it Space Coke. The label is purple pinkish. And when you pour it, it looks red. It's kind of like cherry looking. But it kind of tastes like a smoky type of cotton candy flavor. It's really sweet. Smoky cotton candy? That sounds gross. Well, when you first drink it, it's like, hmm, kind of tastes like a smoky marshmallow. But then you keep drinking it, and it's like a cotton candy type. You made that sound like the most interesting beverage that exists. I have not heard about the new Coke. I didn't know that was a thing. Is it in? Are they like promoting? Some, is there like a new movie? Are they promoting a? It's the Elon Musk Coke. Thing? Is that really what it is? <laughs> no. Is it SpaceX Coke? I didn't know that was a thing. No, I don't know why, why they're doing it, but I bought. A 20 ounce the other day just to try it and it was actually pretty good and so i bought like a they have little bitty cans of it that's all i could find and so i bought a 12 pack of little cans but it is well, Jake, it's quite refreshing and in your opinion does it taste like space if i ever go to space then no i would not say it tastes like space does space taste Apparently, yeah, apparently it tastes like this new Coke. Like, like cotton <laughs> apparently it candy. tastes like smoked cotton candy. That's smoked the answer. If you've ever wondered, Coke has answered the the age age long question, age old question. <laughs> Well, this week we got to sit down with a new artist, Jordan St. Cyr, and talk to him about his new album that he has coming out, and also his tour that he has coming up that he's going on with Jeremy Camp on the I Still Believe tour. It was good to get to know him, hear a little bit about his story, him talking about just the album and being able to ex describe some of the songs and explain the story behind them, and also lots of exciting things going on with him, just moving down from... From Canada to Tennessee, making a big change for his family. He talks about all that. It was a good, good conversation we had. Yeah, it was a great interview. Like we said, he is about to go on tour with Mr. Jeremy Camp. And his album comes out 
this Friday, March the 4th, self-titled album, Jordan St. Cyr. And if you don't know who he is, if you've listened to Christian Radio, you've probably heard his song, Fires. Uh, I know for me, I heard the song probably 20 times before I realized who it was. So you've probably heard his song. And the Weary Traveler song I just saw today is number one right now. Number one on the Christian music charts. And then, of course, Fires is still, I think it's the ninth or tenth week, has been on the top ten charts. Yeah, well, he deserves to be there. He's got some great music, and the stories behind him are even are even better. So let's go ahead and get into the interview with Jordan St. Cyr. We have Jordan St. Cyr on the house today. How are you doing, man? Man, I'm doing so good. Thank you guys for having me. How are you doing? We're doing awesome. Doing well. Hey, thanks so much, Jordan, for taking time to chat with us. Absolutely. So you are from Canada, right? That's correct. You know, Winnipeg, Canada, we are in one of the worst winter seasons. I think we're in the top three years for snowfall. That being said, my family and I just moved to Tennessee, so we are escaping a lot of that weather right now, so we're grateful for that. It's still cold there, though, in Nashville, right? It is. It's like, you know what? Let me check the weather. That's 44 degrees. So that's in, but just check the weather back home, and you'll start feeling really good about (laughs) 40-something degrees. I know. When we left, so about two and a half weeks ago, it was minus 37. Yeah, I can't do that. A friend, a friend of mine's from Alberta, and he always talks about just like how cold it is. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm I'm glad you moved to Kentucky because I just felt so bad for you, man. Absolutely, we're not made for that. We have <laughs> our, our bright spots, you know. Summer in Canada is amazing. We hit like 106, you know, this last all, summer. All two weeks of it, right? Yeah, we're, <laughs> maybe a couple <laughs> days. That's about it. But uh, but nobody's made for for weather that cold. No, no, not at all. So with a name, like I've known your songs on the radio. And when I saw your name, I said, Jordan. Okay, that's easy. (laughs) But the ST and the S or the CYR. And I was like, whoa. So Jordan St. Cyr. So how many times has has people (laughs) mispronounced your name? I guess the first question is, are we saying it correctly? St. Cyr. Yeah, you're saying it right. Yeah, (laughs) that's amazing. You know, not everybody can afford a vowel. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we couldn't afford vowels growing up. Um, okay. No, uh, St. Cyr, French last name, originates back in France. I've heard a lot. And then right when I think I've heard everything, somebody just blows me away. We had one pastor who was announcing our show two Sundays in advance. And he got up and said, we have this artist, this artist, and, we have, and we've got Jordan Street Circle. I don't even know. <laughs> he pulled like, that one out of left I field. Guess, he, uh, I guess he's an, an architect or an engineer or something. And ST and CYR are different abbreviations for different things. And that was probably the coolest last name. I, I might it need could to be a cool alter that. ego, you know? I know, right? Alter ego. Street circle. You could yeah. change your name to just Saint and people will think, whoa, you know, yeah. and show up to your shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I knew a Saint, you'd have to start rapping, man. I don't, I don't know. I know, you, right? You did change your style. I am not that cool. We're just going to 
keep the full thing, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, our, our last name's pretty. And so a lot of times people would read it like growing up and they'd be like, surely it's not pretty. Like, yeah, surely. That, that can't be a last name. So like, even though it's P-R-I-D-D-Y, like you, you, it's easily pronounced, they would just be convinced that it can't be pretty. So they'd pronounce it a different way. Pridey, pridly. Right. Uh, Pridai. And I'm just like, Pridai. no, it's, it's pretty. Yeah, you just say yeah. it. It's cool. Embrace that's, it. That's so good. I love that. People <laughs> love to fancy it up. They love to like add their little twist on it. It's it's cute. It's yeah, nice. I like it's yeah. easy. So hey Jordan, a, a little bit about your story. We were we were reading your biography that we found online, and you know yeah. Google sometimes leads us astray. Uh, so I, we want to just talk about well, talk about your right. story, man. So we actually have something in common, you and I, being former YWAMers. Okay, amazing. Yes. Where where'd you end up? I was in YWAM Louisville in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, we were on staff for about five years. Uh, wow. We got in YWAM about seven years total. But where, where were you at? And, and uh, what was, yeah. yeah, like what's your, what were you doing in YWAM? What was missions I, like for you, man? I did DT, uh, my DTS, Discipleship Training School in Montana. There was just something about that school that just drew me to it. And then I did my outreach in New York City. So it was right post 9-11. You know, you go to YWAM with this grand dream to see the world. And for some reason, God just, he grabbed my heart early on for, for what happened in New York. And it just, man, it was just such an easy yes to take that on and go there. And we did just a lot of service in the city at ground zero. So yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, I have lots of friends out in Montana in, uh, Amazing. It's, a, it's a really, it's a, it's a really awesome base. I think you were there just a little bit before me, if it was right after Yes. Uh, yeah, I know too. Right after 9-11, because I, I didn't yeah. do my uh, discipleship school until 2013. So I was a little okay. bit after you. A little bit yeah. after you. That's right. Just a little bit. <laughs> Amazing. Love wow. it. Wow. Awesome. So let's get into some of your singles. The Song Fires, that's the the big song, I, I guess you would say, like the, yeah. the I Can Only Imagine, but for Jordan. Uh, <laughs> so Fires, a lyric that stands out to me is, when the smoke bill is higher, and it feels like I can barely breathe. I'll walk through these fires because you're walking with me. Yeah. Uh, tell us that's that's some uh, powerful stuff. I'm sure it's ministered to several thousands of people, and I'm sure you get stories and love to hear the stories all the time. But tell us where yeah. that that song came from. Yeah, you know it's interesting because that lyric we were this close to pulling it because mm. we didn't want it to be too intense. But when you dig into grief and when you dig into circumstance, it does take your breath away. It, sure. it really just takes the life right out of you, almost like you've been gut punched. And we just decided to keep it in and, and kind of roll the dice. And it is interesting though, to hit a season like COVID and, and talk about breathing and all this. It's just God's timing is kind of everything. So the story behind the song uh, was inspired by a man named Nathan. Nathan is a husband and father of three kids, fell in hard times, worked multiple jobs to pay the bills, but couldn't make ends meet. And so one night he picked up an extra shift. He wasn't supposed to be working that night, parking cars as a valet. He was working at this hotel. And inside the hotel that night, there was a songwriter's round. Right. So there were mm -hmm. solo artists like myself, songwriters with their guitars, playing their songs and, and sharing the stories behind them. And what was special about this night, it was a Christian songwriter's round. So God is always working and moving and putting us where he needs us to be. So for Nathan to be there that night, uh, was incredible. And so he was able to, to get away from his shift, catch part of the show. And before he got back to work, he just felt this nudge in his heart to leave a little note 
on a piece of paper and leave it on the windshield of one of the, the songwriter's cars. And that note basically said, barring a miracle, I am on the verge of losing my home. Thank you so much for your songs. They were very inspiring to a man whose faith is quite weak right now. And he just signed it, Nathan the Valet. And as believers, it's interesting. Why is it so hard to A, share our need, right? Like when when we become needy, God gave us the church to surround us when we go through those times of need. So I was... That already was impressive to mm. me that that this man would share it in that way, kind of put himself out there. So the the songwriter found that note, took a picture of it, posted it on Instagram, and just put a call out to the body of Christ to surround Nathan, his story, his circumstance. And by the next day, they were able to raise enough money to save his house, pay off his medical bills. And it was just God, again, God's timing in it all to provide Nathan the miracle he needed. But what Really, I felt God impressing upon my heart with a story is that, you know, God is all powerful. He could have stopped this right at the beginning. He could have, Nathan could have landed a great job and been able to cover his expenses. But God does allow things to happen and, and allow us to walk through things that are uncomfortable. And so for this song, we landed on First Peter 1 verse 6, which kind of, I'll paraphrase, but it, it alludes to the fact that God allows us to walk through fires that our faith may be proved genuine. And that has just been so true in our story. God sets us up, I believe, with the testimony of others to strengthen us, to help us get through what we're going through. So six months after I wrote that song, Fires, my youngest daughter was born, Emery, and she was born with a rare brain condition. And it's it's a lifelong thing. It's uh, progressive, tons of seizures, high risk of stroke, blood clots, emergency room visits, ambulance rides, all the whole gamut. And it just kind of threw us for a loop. But the question I felt God asking my wife and I, though, is, am I just as faithful as you said I was in that song? Am I just as good? And so I really believe God gave my wife and I that song, first and foremost, to lean into that truth and stand on it in the midst of our our circumstance. Wow. How, fa- how faithful God is to to do that before the fact, just, just totally. anticipating before you even had that, that need. He's That's like, right. Just seeing his goodness in that. I used to kind of not love the fact, you know, a lot of people think fires was written out of my own story. And I used to be like, Oh man, I really wish it was. But I, now I think it's even better because right. God just used that song to lift us up and to love on us. And like you said, he, he just, he proves his faithfulness over and over again. Well, especially like I think of the last two years that we've had as a nation and how that song, when it was written, you wouldn't even thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm writing it for the COVID and all these people and the the madness in the world. But I mean, so many people have lost their jobs and have gone through hell and back and lost loved yeah. ones. I've lost several people personally due to COVID and a song like that, it's like, wow, like... And yeah. I, I, I bet it blew your socks off. Like, wow, God, you're so, you're awesome. Like on time, God. And just, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't, how do I say this? I mean, okay. We wrote this song almost two years before the pandemic, it was not in our sights. I think God just did something in me where he kind of turned my heart towards serving as opposed, you know, serving others as opposed to serving myself. And a real gospel centric life is to love your neighbor as yourself. And so I think 
fires is just a song that is is having an impact in people's hearts and i'm i'm grateful for that awesome yeah now your song uh weary traveler it says restless so you were never meant to walk this road alone it'll all be worth it so just hold on weary traveler yeah uh, those yeah. are some awesome lyrics as well. So what's what's the story behind that song? I mean, when we were writing it, I feel uh, I felt with every every bone in my body that this was an extension of fires. The inspiration for me was really my wife. I'm on the road touring, and my wife is back home with our four kids, doing a lot of that heavy lifting, right? And our youngest with a chronic illness. And I think I think the weight of that just hits a mother's heart differently. Even the weight of the pandemic and life in general, like they are such caregivers and nurturers, they are making sure everybody else is taken care of before themselves. If that doesn't resemble the heart of God, I don't know what what does. Yeah. And so, so every time I sing it, I do think of her. And then just again, culturally, where we were at, we were middle pandemic when we wrote this song. And it was really about the truth of, of Jesus being the one we cling to. And he's the one we go to, no matter the circumstance we find ourselves in. He says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And that's our hope in this life. We have Absolutely. Him, we have his spirit. And so while there was a lot of turmoil, a lot of upheaval politically, a lot of protest, mask, no mask, vaccine, no vaccine, like the one constant right. is always Christ. And so it was just hopefully just serving as a reminder that he's the one that we can cling to. He's the one we can go to. And that when we gain that heavenly perspective of, of where we are going after this life, it serves this life. Hmm. Awesome. Hey, Jordan. So I, I know I did a little Instagram stalking on you. Hope you don't okay, mind. perfect. That's what but it's there I, for. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, obviously it, it looks like you've been playing music for a while. You've been in the music, I guess, sphere for a little while. Yeah. But you're, you're obviously newer to a lot of people listening to Christian radio right now. So how'd you get into music? What's your story? Uh, yeah. with, how, how'd that all fall together mm-hmm. and uh, come to be where you were kind of in CCM world now? So yeah. What's that look like? There's kind of two points. There's the start of everything, and then there's kind of the shift. I got into music because of worship. I was 14, 15 years old. Worship music, in, in particularly worship music, gave me a language that was, at a young age, faith became my own. There's some point in every person's life where you, you can't have the faith of your parents or the faith of your church or your community. And worship music just gave me that voice. And then the other part to that was... Uh, a youth leader. We grew up in a small town. And so if you have any sort of the hint of a desire to possibly play guitar and sing, you might be the worship leader. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I'm a, listen, I'm a youth pastor. I can vouch for that. Yeah, I there you go. The first, th- first thing I did, I was like, who plays an instrument? That's uh, right. The harmonica? The yeah. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. It's good. Right. Accordion, you're in. Um, <laughs> it's true. And so, yeah, my youth leader just kind of took me aside and just asked if I would possibly want to do this or, 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 or lead once. I could play every song in the same strumming pattern. I couldn't sing very well, but God gave me this desire very early on to just pursue him. And these were the tools he gave me. And so I'd lock myself in my room every night, play for a few hours, three, four hours, and just hone that craft. And those were amazing quiet times. While I thought I was learning, God was actually investing in my heart, planting seeds. And so that's what really got me into music. Then I took a couple detours. I 
I've been a worship leader my entire life. I would say that's kind of the heart of who I am. Um, mm-hmm. But while I was leading worship, I also played in a rock band. And so we would play at these clubs, you know, a headline at one in the morning, and then I'd wake up at 7 a.m. and go lead worship. And mm-hmm. I just felt that these were a season. God had me right where he wanted me. He was teaching me so much about humanity. And I think I'm a better leader because of it. But I would definitely, I wasn't, I wasn't one to join the party. I was always just kind of an outlier, which was neat. I thought it was kind of, kind of a special spot to, to be in. But then, so I got to the point maybe six, seven years ago, I was, I was promoting this album. I was doing this tour and there was one spot. It was actually at a Christian university in Three Hills, Alberta. And I was playing for these Christian kids. And so part of the service was playing worship. And I played through my set, did some worship songs, and I had not received that kind of connection with my audience all tour. And it just was kind of like, like a light bulb moment. Like Jesus has always been the name that my heart has proclaimed. And so mm-hmm. it just came time where I just felt his spirit saying, Jordan, imagine what we could do with both feet in. And, yeah, yeah. and it was just a moment of me. I, I was done deciding what my future looked like. And I was like, dude, if this is your, if this is how God made you, just be you, that's enough. And so kind of diving into that identity that he gave me kind of just started the ball rolling in a whole new direction. And I just, I made a point of like, I started saying no to a lot of things and started saying yes to writing these worship songs, songs about Jesus. And then the doors just started flinging open. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Hey, thanks for sharing. Hey, uh, so you actually have an album, a new album coming out uh, March 4th, I believe, which by the way, I was mentioning to my brothers, if I I believe it's the picture that I saw, uh, that's the cover to the album with you have the hat on. Is that the one? Uh, probably. Am I like allowed to say that? I don't even know. Well, <laughs> well, like if that's the cool, I, anyways, the picture that I got of you, I, I told my brothers, I was like, I need to take a cool picture like that. Like, I take the worst pictures. I, I just want a cool picture. And so I was like, I can't do that pose and look cool. So congratulations <laughs> on the cover at least. brother. I mean, and we had a chance to listen to the album and it was fantastic. We, we loved oh. it. For me, it was like when I listening to it, I was sitting there listening to it going, man, this whole album just felt like a testimony. Wow. Like it it is. felt it like is. it's something that I've walked through, I, I've experienced, and now here's my story. It felt like a testimony. I loved it. It's coming out. You want to tell our listeners about your album? Yeah. March 4th, it's coming out. Fires was written in 2018. Half of this album was written in 2019. We were going to release some of those songs, but the pandemic hit. So I uh, finished it up last year in 21, and now here we are in 22 and ready to release a full-length album. This that is, is awesome. my first debut Christian album, which I'm sure. so excited about. God gave us this, this season with our little girl, and it has become a wellspring of life in our lives. I think not knowing him, it could be a wellspring of death for a lot of people. But God has this way of just building redemption into our DNA, and we, we have this choice to make. We can either kind of wrap our, our fist around our circumstance and, and take on the byproduct of all the things that come with that, our depression, anxiety. But if you can open it up and give it to God, there's no telling what, what he will do. And I think that's what this album is all about. It's seeing his faithfulness in a new light, seeing his goodness in a new light. And now I've always known he's good and faithful. But when you go through the fire, you walk out, you're like, man, is he good. 
oh my goodness, is he faithful? And so hopefully a lot of the language is familiar, but it's said in just a little bit of a new way. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, congratulations again on your new album. That is so exciting. The world is going to be truly blessed by what what they hear. So it's going to be awesome. So this tour coming up in like a week or two with Jeremy Camp, that's I still believe to her. That's incredible. So that'll be coming up. You guys are hitting how many markets? I think we've got 19 or 20 shows. It's going to be great. I got to do nine shows of them last spring. And Jeremy's just one of those guys where his reputation goes before him. And sometimes when you meet your heroes, they're like, oh, okay. And he was one of those guys that just lived up to it. He's the sweetest, kindest, most gracious person. One thing that I was so impressed, they have great bus culture. They just have a great family style vibe on the bus. I, yeah, I came on the bus and they were just so life-giving. And all right, so, tell us. We, yeah, we, yeah. we know all the mushy stuff like that, but Jeremy, oh. he eats junk food, right? I mean, he's got the muscles and everything. He's got to eat some some junk food. I don't know that he did. I'm trying to think. That dude ate pretty clean. Who's got was, the big who's got the bigger muscles? You or you or Jeremy? Uh yeah, definitely Jeremy. Let's get serious. <laughs> Let's get serious. And uh in a match of arm wrestling. You think you could take him down? <laughs> oh, bro. He would take me out. He would take me out, but I would love it. I mean, what an experience to get taken down by Jeremy Camp. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, Jordan, once again, thank you so much for your time and be looking out for Jordan's it's self-titled album, correct? That's right. You got it. Okay. March the 4th and it will be available streaming and you can still buy physical CDs. You can. Some, right. some uh, well, on your website, right? That's right. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you a physical copy if that's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And then be looking out for him on the Jeremy Camp I Still Believe Tour. That's right. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan, for being with us. Appreciate your time. All right, guys. Take care. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And thanks, Jordan, again, for sitting down and talking with us. His album's coming out, Self-Titled Adam, Jordan St. Cyr, March 4th, this Friday. And coming up, he starts tour with Jeremy Camp on the I Still Believe Tour. Be sure to go to that if they come to your town and follow him on Instagram and all that stuff. Speaking of Instagram, did you guys know, Jacob, Chris, did you guys know that we have social medias, Christian Music Guys Podcast? Oh, we do? Whoa. It's at Christian Music Guys on everything. So Instagram, Christian Music Guys, Facebook, Christian Music Guys. Website, and our website. ChristianMusicGuys.com You can find the Christian Music Guys podcast anywhere you stream your podcast, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify. Be sure to like and subscribe. Leave a good review for us, five stars if you would. We are a listener-supported podcast. There is a link in the bottom of the description. If you don't mind dropping a donation, we kindly appreciate everything that you can do to support us. Thanks for listening. See you next week.